0: Hour of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive on AM 1160. The Quest, I'm Dave Savage, and I am the programming and production manager here at The Quest. And uh, we got a lot of things going on here. <laughs> so, this hour, uh, kicking off this hour, um, uh, oh boy, Tony! I should have practiced this before <laughs> before we went on the air. So uh, you're going to have to help me with your last name, Tony. Uceda
1: Velez.
0: Uh, over, over in the mic there. Yeah, yeah. Uceda Velez. Okay, Uceda yeah. Velez. Okay. Well, that's not that hard. Uh, we also have Matt Allen here. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. And Father Kevin Peak. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. How are you, Dave? Yeah. Dave, yeah. sorry. That's fine, that's fine. Oh. You know, and I just want to explain one thing real quick to the listeners. This is such a hectic, like, we, we've just got like a few minutes to shoo the pe- the last people out of here and get the new people in, and we haven't even had a chance to talk. And one of the other things I, I do, uh, well, you know, we've got things going on, is uh, I get a, a student on the air, on the phone here, and right now uh, we have Megan Snipes, Uh, from Immaculate Heart of Mary School. Good morning, Megan. How are you?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Fine. Thank you. So uh, each hour of the Pledge Drive, we like to lead off with prayer. So Megan, are, are you all set to do that for us this morning? Yes. All right. Go ahead. Anytime you're ready.
1: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death.
2: Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Beautiful. Thank you very much. Uh, so if, if you wouldn't mind, uh, Megan, what grade are you in?
3: I'm in seventh grade.
0: Seventh grade. What are your, some of your favorite subjects at school?
2: Um, I like science, religion, social studies, and math.
0: Okay. And you know what? Just by the way you said that, I bet you're a good student. You get good grades, don't you? Yes. Yeah, I figured you did. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you very much for being a part of our pledge drive this morning and, and praying with us. Yep. Okay.
2: Thank
0: you. Yeah, take care, Megan. Bye-bye. I love having the kids on. Uh, to do the prayer here. Uh, this is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive on AM 1160 The Quest. You can call in at 470-508-1160, uh, or you can log on to thequestatlanta.com. Uh, or if if you don't have that app on your phone yet, you need to do that, because you can donate right from there, the Quest Atlanta app. Uh, and anyway, so I'm going to I'm gonna hand this off to Tony, I guess, at yeah, this point. Yeah, that
1: sounds good. No, okay. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. This mm-hmm. is great. And just a reiteration, you know, we really... The whole point of doing this Pledge Drive here, if you enjoy Catholic Radio, if this is the first time you're tuning in nationwide, because you might have that app, and that app is phenomenal. You can listen to it anywhere you have internet connection, Wi-Fi. It comes through crystal clear. The programming is great. This is an instrument that helps you along your faith journey. So please, please support The Quest 1160 AM here by calling in 470-508-1160. And again, I'm joined here with Matt, a fellow parishioner here, From all saints i'll turn to you matt for a quick introduction and uh good morning good morning
4: thank you Tony.
1: hold on hold on that's my bad i didn't have
0: your mic on
4: (laughs) go ahead now i'm sorry good morning thank you tony and yeah i'm a fellow parishioner at all saints tony and i met through adoration um i think the holy spirit introduced us tony came up and asked me if i'd be interested in co-hosting and the holy spirit said yes (laughs) so uh, honored to be here, and then Tony told me our uh, first guest was going to be father Kevin Peak, and so really excited about that and um, with that i 'd like to turn it over to Father Peak. Many of you know Father Peak, and if you don 't then
5: uh, I think this is going to be a great hour for you Good morning, uh, Father Kevin Peake, and I live at All Saints. Uh, but i participate in uh several ministries across the archdiocese uh many of which w- it would be difficult for uh people to connect with as uh you'd have to either have an airplane ticket uh be in jail or uh be sick in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> but uh but i do uh, participate also uh at the va and uh at st margaret of scotland and i'm an army uh national guard chaplain well thanks so much
1: for being here Father Peak. Um I know that, you know, this whole pledge drive has this theme of the power of prayer and it's it's uh it was great to start off with, you know, the prayer from Megan. Um let's dive in because what I wanted to do is just talk about, you know, just that, right? The essence of praying and what does that mean? And sometimes we can, you know, be praying in the car, be falling on our knees in the morning and uh just, you know, going into a habit of prayer, but I wanted to take it back and and let us all think collectively, you know, what, who are we talking to, right, when we pray? You know, do we ask ourselves that question when we go into church, when we go into mass, when we um, pray for a meal? You know, sometimes we do things out of habit. But I, w- I would like to start things off there and, and just try to ask the question, you know, who are we praying to? And, you know, I, this is a rhetorical question for many Catholics, right? It might seem like, okay... Obviously, we're praying to God, the Father Almighty, your Creator of heaven and earth, and so forth. But I just wanted to, you know, do we prepare ourselves enough in in going into prayer, in silencing our minds and our hearts before we even thank you for a meal? And and Father, I'd like to begin and kind of get your thoughts on who are we praying to?
5: Yeah, that's a great uh, lead-in for talking about prayer. Mother Teresa would oftentimes talk about how she prepared for prayer. Uh, and encouraged her nuns to do the same. And it began with just sitting and kind of visualizing the throne room of God. Uh, so what does that look like to you? Right. I mean, we can read about it in the book of Daniel. We can read about it in uh, Revelation, uh, several other passages of the scriptures. Uh, Jesus gives some descriptions uh, along the way as well. But to sit and just envision yourself sitting in that throne room of heaven right before the throne of God, because in reality, that's where we are. That's where we live. Um, we can't see it. I think St. Paul talks about the, the veil between this world and that world being so thin uh, and just being ready to be pulled back. But that's where we live our lives uh, and to, to recognize, you know, to, to allow that reality to settle upon our hearts and minds as we come into prayer. Uh, and the other thing I would have to offer is um you know that that's kind of the the very large God, so to speak um but Jesus also tells us in matthew seven um you know that that God is our Father in heaven. Uh, and so he tells us to come and ask, seek, and knock, and just, just to you know open ourselves up, and and or as Saint Teresa Therese of Lisieux said, to kind of just jump into the arms of God, uh, and put our arms around His neck, and begin to ask Him for the things that we need, uh, as we would to a father. Um, yeah, Amen. Amen to that.
1: You know, and I want to bring it back to you, Matt. You know, I know that we met at um, you know All Saints, and. I want to talk about reverence, and then I'll turn it back to you, Father Peak. Um, You know, I the Holy Spirit did talk to me. I was there, you know, in adoration on Wednesdays, and I saw you, you know, leading uh, a couple of different prayers, you know, before and after. I, I could feel reverence from, you know, the Holy Spirit saying, this is a brother in Christ who truly believes, who truly uh, understands, you know, the presence of, of Christ in the Eucharist, and that we're in the temple. And so let's talk about reverence for a second. What What are some key, you know, for the listeners out there, we're all, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ trying to improve our prayer uh, mindset, our repertoire. What are some of the things that really bring reverence to the forefront when you're kneeling down in uh, in service, in church? Well, um, wow. Uh,
4: So the first thing is, I know in in the answer to a lot of my prayers, um, God tells me all the time that uh, when I ask him why certain things happen. And he says, because you don't listen. <laughs> and so um, w- we want to listen. Uh, we want to hear God, but um, our, our lives are so chaotic and there's so much going on and our attention is so often um, distracted by worldly things. And so I think that's the first thing is to try and put yourself into a place where you're um, trying to listen and, and shutting out the outside world. Um, And all the things that can distract us. Um, I also am am very fond of uh, a quote from Thomas Merton. And when when he was asked about prayer, and he said, "Well, the number one thing is put in the time." And I think for us men, that's a very very good uh, rule. You've got to put in the time, and we understand that. We understand about putting in the time, and sometimes you don't see the immediate results. Um, And then. Another thing I did want to bring up about prayer is uh, one of my favorite prayers. It's a very short prayer. Uh, St. Uh, John Paul II um, every night supposedly said, um, God, I've worked hard. It's your church. I'm going to sleep. And I said, if I can ever say that prayer perfectly, all three things, I've worked hard. It's your church. I'm going to sleep. That I've I've had a good day. And so... Uh, when I get to the end of the day, I try to say that prayer and i said no, i 'm not saying that prayer honestly <laughs> i 've missed on at least one or two or all three of the three mm-hmm. and so again that's that 's it but but I do find that God does speak to us and and speaks definitely speaks to me um, and um, it 's sometimes shocking and surprising when he when he does, but it 's always um, just last week, he made me burst out laughing. Um, he he catches you when you least expect it and tells you some things and and so um, and then the one last thing I will say about prayer is, um, you know, and it's it's about relationships. And I remember when a priest told me that once, I was like, "My prayer is not about a relationship with God. I mean, I'm I'm not there. It's all small talk." And well, but that's how most relationships start. It was a small talk. So not to discount that part of prayer. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I think those would be a couple of my points on on prayer for myself.
0: Absolutely. If you are uh, relating to this conversation, or if you uh, have been inspired by any of the programming on the Quest, we invite you to call in the power of prayer. Spring Pledge Drive on AM 1160 The Quest at 470-508-1160. Uh, you can log on to thequestatlanta.com uh, or download the Quest Atlanta app on your phone. If it's not there already, you really need to have that there, and you can make a donation right from there. Uh, no gift is, is too large or too small. Uh, one-time donations are welcome, but you can also join the Quest family becoming a sustaining member by donating monthly. And that helps us sustain uh, everything that we're doing here. And you will also become a Quest Coffee Club member by committing to a monthly donation of any amount, and you'll get one of these really cool—I've uh, got pens in this one, but it, it's that's pretty cool coffee mug, I think. You know, so <laughs> the Quest Coffee Mug. So go ahead
1: and uh, and and call in. That sounds good. No, it's it's um, Matt. I appreciate it. a lot of things that you said, and, and Father Pico. I want to turn it back to you on the the issue of reverence and. Um, you know, I, I I like to make these sort of analogies. You know, oftentimes when we're growing up as kids, and you know, I've had the the, the privilege of growing up with some of your brothers and sisters. You know, here in the Atlanta area, as an Atlanta native, um, you know, we start to look at when we look at our parents, right? We we maybe lose some of that reverence when we're early on, especially when we're teenagers, right? And then over time, the older we get, we begin to understand. Right, a lot of the things and the reasons why our parents did something. Now, when we think about God, our Father, He is the ultimate parent. Right, He is the ultimate all-giving Father, all-forgiving. Um, and so that reverence starts to click in. And I think it's really important when we talk about the power of prayer is to be able to first like surrender your concerns, your you know worldly desires, and first begin by recognizing who is God. Now, the question for you, Father Peak you know it's easy to assume and many people do including myself over the years you know that you look at a priest collar and they think this is the most reverent person on earth <laughs> and how does maybe someone who isn't a christian or maybe is a fallen away catholic how do you develop and um begin to nourish a sense of reverence so that you truly have that power in your prayer that first says your will be done here's where my heart is and asking you for something you know if you can please you know consider this but how do we first you know uh, master that that element
5: of reverence in prayer well that's a challenging question uh when you when you reach that far beyond kind of the the uh experience of the um of the fold so to speak the the you know reaching out to the to the non-catholic or non-christian you know even maybe unbeliever um I think, honestly, uh, strangely enough, as you were asking that question, it struck a chord with me to reflect on the 12-step programs. Um, The 12-step programs uh, oftentimes dealing with, you know, always, not oftentimes, but always dealing with addictions, uh, I kind of call the church uh, Sinners Anonymous, right? We are a 12-step program, right? And there's much to be learned from the first couple of steps Uh, The first one saying that, you know, I've come to understand that I am powerless over X, you know, whatever X is, right? Um, Particularly if it's a sin in our lives. Uh, And then realizing that, you know, the only thing out there, the only one out there who can help me through this is God. Right. That they have to turn to that higher power. They talk about a higher power and eventually they're gonna realize and I spoil alert, right? Eventually they're gonna realize that whatever they choose is a higher power, if it's anything other than God, it's gonna fail them. And so they'll have to go and reiterate and and redesign and rediscover another higher power until they discover God. And that's really the journey of all of us with God is saying, okay, whatever problem I'm having in my life, whatever sin is is eating away and destroying me, uh, I need God. Right, And so that brings us to our knees in a very natural way, um, sometimes a very painful way, but a very natural way that then opens us up to the reality of God. And, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, to to come to God like a father. I'm not um, ignorant of the fact that there are many individuals out there who have had bad experiences with their father's. Um, and, and, and unfortunately, whether it be their biological father or whether it even be a spiritual father in the form of a priest or a minister of, of any kind. Um, and, and, you know, having that experience then clouds one's ability to see God as okay. father, right? And so we kind of have to get over that hurdle as well. Um, but, uh, but to, you know, even in the experience of the negative, uh, saying, you know, that, okay, maybe my father was abusive or my father or this priest or minister did X, Y, and Z. Um, there, there's something in that experience of even the negative that paints a picture of the positive what we would want what we would desire what we would hope for you know the father that we all long for uh in our lives uh the leader the the protector the sustainer that we all hope for in our lives well that hope is realized then in god and we we can Confidently put that upon him and, and approach him in that way, and and I, I think I hope that that gets to what you were talking about in in regards to reverence. But it just to me, it reverence is coming to God with all due respect uh, and all due uh, uh, understanding and love.
1: No, absolutely. I, I think you made some powerful points there. I think that. Um, some of those points you know, can be stumbling blocks, you know, for any Christian, for any Catholic that's out there, where they have a bad experience, right? Um, with anyone that is in that role, right? And they they put so much trust, and they have a bad experience. But it all shouldn't take away from the fact that there is a heavenly Father that's all, you know, giving and all loving. And we oftentimes, you know, step into that relationship with Christ and with God with a level of hesitation: Is this going to be another disappointment? Right. Because maybe, you know, I believe in this particular, you know, um, person of the cloth or maybe a, a, a person in the family that was a parental figure, a stepfather, et cetera, that betrayed that trust, et cetera. And that provides what the devil wants. Right. Which is it's all the same. And the reality is it's not all the same because God is definitely fully divine as compared to us. We're human, infallible and broken. So looking to that Heavenly Father for that divinity, that endless mercy is the game changer. And I think that as we kind of close off this first topic of like, who are we talking to? I think that puts a nice bow on that. And I want to segue into what are we asking for when we pray? And I think that is um, definitely worth, you know, talking about absolutely let
0: me just jump in here real quick because we've, we've got some people uh you guys are doing great <laughs> we've we've got some in fact let me uh let me go down to the call center here and uh there we go uh, yeah boy uh so christine from marietta has donated uh we also have uh, uh mark uh from dunwoody uh says keep up the great work matt and father peak uh and then, uh, Dean, uh, in appreciation of our priests. That's very uh, generous. Uh, Amy, from Atlanta, uh, in, adder, in honor of uh, Matt Allen and Father Peak and All Saints. Uh, we also have Amy, from Dunwoody. Uh, we have Dana, from Atlanta. Uh, Lori, from Roswell. Uh, all sorts of great donations here. Uh, let, me, let me leave the... There we go. And we're all set there. So, um, and I just wanted to mention, too, that uh, we've got adoration going. Right on the other side of this wall from the studio, we have a chapel. And in that chapel, during all hours of this pledge drive, we have adoration. Uh, And there are people, there are guardians in there uh, right now. And if you have a prayer request, we can take that to the people in adoration. Uh, Maybe your child is away from the faith um whatever the case may be but we can offer that up in adoration um so please uh consider calling in uh with a prayer request or uh especially with a donation as well Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty, or you can log on to the quest
1: com. uh tony yes no thank you for that and great to hear the numbers come in and the callers come in thanks to uh, everyone that's dialed in, I, I do want, you know, I heard that there was a lot of Amy's, so thank you to all the Amy's that <laughs> dialed in and made the donations. Uh, I also heard Dana call in, and I don't know if it's the one in the same, but there is a Dana at All Saints that's organizing, and I have to mention this because this is all relevant to prayer. There is 130 or 150 relics, uh, first degree, second degree relics, that are taking place, I think, towards the end of the month. You can get more information on this at allsaintsdunwoodie.org um, pull up the latest bulletin, but can uh, I jump in here real quick? Sure, yes. We also have that information on the com. Oh, perfect, yeah, yeah even better.
0: It, yeah, so that I mean, and I, when I saw this come in, I, I don't mean to take your to jump no, in perfect. here to derail us, but I, I, I was I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Yes, uh, the 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 uh wood, like what, what was it, the largest piece of wood from the from the from the, from the cross, yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know, uh, St. Mary Magdalene, I mean relic all these relics i mean it's just amazing uh, and that's on the 31st right. of march yes. and
1: uh, i i know i'll be there with my family for sure but i'm sorry tony go ahead no so so definitely check out the for more information and again during this hour we really appreciate all the donations but that number again 470-508-1160 so please 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 help to contribute and support catholic radio in atlanta um great programs throughout the year Let's take it back to the power of prayer. So we talked about reverence. Who are we actually uh, praying to? And now let's take it to what are we praying for? And, you know, I'll begin by simply saying that oftentimes, you know, as humans, we have wants and needs, right? We have wants and needs as fathers, as employees, as as managers, members of the community, members of the church. Um, and oftentimes those needs can be driven by, you know, earthly desires. And sometimes we try to... Uh, rationalize that this isn't really an earthly desire. It's kind of helping me be a better, you know, Christian, maybe a better Catholic. We 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 have amazing ways to rationalize many things that are in our hearts. Now, I think, you know, the the important question to, to answer and to be self reflective here is: what exactly are we praying for? And does it really reconcile with our purpose? You know, we have just but a moment on this earth. You know, does it does our actions, does our thoughts? Does it reconcile to God's, you know, kingdom, you know, for here on earth? So, Matt, I want to turn it back to you and kind of get your thoughts on the element of, you know, what are we asking for when we pray? Right. So, um, I think
4: that leads me into my number one uh, request when I'm praying is to soften my own heart. I think that's our number one responsibility is to save ourselves first, um, you know, as as fathers, a lot of times we realize that we have to take care of ourselves to take care of our families, and if, if we don't take care of ourselves first. So I think we have to um, pray to soften my, our own hearts, and for me, that's what's really led me into the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Um, I see the rosary is a great prayer, and, and and I'm not gonna, I pray it every day also, and it's important, but it, to me, is like my relationship with God, which is a much more difficult thing to work on. But my relationship with everybody else around me that I run into every day, and I talk to every, on the phone, email, the Divine Mercy Chaplet really helps me there and helps me to soften my own heart and how I respond and how I interact with all those people. And because with each bead, I'm praying for a different person and, and saying, how did I interact with that person to, that day? And so for me, uh, that's the number one thing I ask for is softening my own heart we realize that God is not always answering the prayer in the way that we want to, but but for me, the Divine Mercy chapter's been a mir- miraculous revelation in the way it softened my own heart, and that's something I can see. And I said, "Okay, God, I, I see what you're doing here." And so that's that's been a great
5: gift for me. So, absolutely, uh, Father Peak, your thoughts? Amen. Well, you know, in in uh, response to Matt, there's two movies. Uh, coming out soon, and and, and I'm not going to name them because, first of all, I don't necessarily know the names of them and don't know that they're worth uh, advertising necessarily. But one of them um, is a true story about a young man who uh, kind of lived in the high life, and uh, then he in- experiences a lot of personal tragedy, and through that comes to a much more intimate, deeper prayer life with God and, and discerns a, a priestly vocation. Uh, and begins ministering to everyone else uh, who's kind of living the rough life, so to speak, Um, and and just seeing that softening of the heart in his life through prayer and through that personal encounter with God. Um, And and that kind of is the affirming one. The the other one is more, perhaps for me, more of a cautionary tale, and it's about some young girl. I don't think it's a true story, but it's about some young girl who believes in miracles, which we all should, and I do. Um, but uh, throughout the trailer that I I, I watched, uh, she's able to bring several people back or uh, uh, several animals back to life, and several people back to healing and, and whatnot. And I think that's the cautionary tale because you know uh, if we come to prayer with expectations. Uh, of 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 our will being done uh of us kind of imposing our will on god saying god i need you to do x then you know and he doesn't then we kind of set ourselves up for uh, a disappointment and and failure um so yeah it's uh uh th- those two movies may uh impact a lot of people in the upcoming months um him. but it but i to me it cycles back to what you're saying about you know just softening our hearts i love we're in the season of lent right now we're preparing uh for the the holiest of days uh the holy week uh holy thursday good friday uh holy saturday and easter sunday um but good fr- you know, holy thursday when jesus is praying in the garden of gethsemane uh and he's praying you know he finishes his prayer with those very powerful words, not my will, but thy will be done. Uh, and kind of uh, that when you were talking about, Matt, when you were talking about softening hearts, I was just kind of hearing that, not my will, but thy will be done.
1: Absolutely. No, that's, that's, that's uh, great stuff, gentlemen. Um, I do want to share the quote from C.S. Lewis because I think it's relevant to what both of you both said. And I, I know that many have heard it um, you know, being spoken before, but it's a phenomenal quote. I love it, and it basically goes like this. God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, but shouts in our pain. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. And it's, it's so relevant as you journey through life, you know, from being a child to being, you know, an adolescent, a teenager, a young adult, an adult, whether it be, you know, a man or a woman— we go through different elements of heartache, you know. Sometimes physical illness, sometimes you know emotional heartache, and how do we share that? You know, and it goes back to that expectation word that you mentioned, Father Peak, where oftentimes we pray for a solution, and I think in a very overly simplistic form, we oftentimes think of God or can think of God as like a genie in a bottle. You know, if I rub this magic lamp three times and I say these things. I should get what I want, and that's not exactly, unfortunately, how it works. Actually, it's not fortunately how it works because, like this quote says, but shouts in our pain, oftentimes that pain is needed, and it's a moment for us to wake up. It's a moment for us to maybe take a different direction so that we can reconcile what is the trajectory that we are on as Christians, as Catholics, and try to correct that path so that we can follow his path and not our path. And then, um, you know, Catholics are renowned for being bad at quoting scriptural passages compared to our Protestant brothers and sisters that are out there. But I do recall when Jesus is talking about how we should pray, you know, and he talks about, and I'm going to butcher everything, but he did talk about how don't let our just lips move and say idleness. God knows our hearts. He knows our desires. And then he says, pray like this. And then obviously he introduces the Our Father, and it's thy will be done, right? And and when we are, go back to the theme for the second part of what are we praying for, is the element of what we are praying for reconciling to God's kingdom, you know, uh, God's desire for us. And the key thing to recognize is that God has a desire for everyone that's out there listening today uh, on the quest And, um, you know, he he wants something of of all of us and all of us have different capabilities and gifts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I was just thinking about something uh, when I was in college,
0: we had a saying that said uh, all pizza is good, but some is better than others. (laughs) And I I think we could change that to prayer. All prayer is good. It's just some is better than others. And, (laughs) you know, the the, the better you get at it, the more you will see. And a lot of times what I was thinking as you were talking there, Tony, is is the way it, like like what we may perceive as the problem may actually be the answer that God is giving us, so we've got to be open to to realize God's will, thy will you know that that we have to be open to that and and see that. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe this isn't the problem. Maybe this is the answer to my prayers. So, uh, and we're going to have to take a break here uh, real quick. So, on on the other side, we'll be back with uh, oh, Tony. I'm going to mess this up again. Tony, uh, you see the Velez? Perfect. Oh, awesome. I did it. And uh, Matt Allen. and Perfect Father, again. Father, <laughs> and I think I can do Father Kevin Peak. I think I got that one right as well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back in just a little bit here.
6: You're listening to AM 1160 The Quest, and this is our Spring Pledge Drive, where the theme is The Power of Prayer. Keep listening for more stories of inspiration and hope through The Power of Prayer. After hearing these stories, if you're moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener-supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. That's the power of prayer.
2: There have been scared or hurting moms and dads who had an appointment for an abortion but changed their minds at the last minute their minds were changed because of 40 Days for Life, a peaceful legal prayer vigil that reminds couples of the hope they can find in God's love. You can sign up for one or more hours at the next vigil, March 2nd through April 10th, at 40daysforlife.com Atlanta. Find out more at thequestatlanta.com
3: Hi, I'm Kevin from St. Luke's in Dahlonega, Georgia. I'm also part of Lighting Hidden Lake in Dahlonega. You're listening to AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO, East Point, Atlanta, covering all of Metro Atlanta and beyond. Listen on air or find us online at www.thequestatlanta.com any time of day. Embrace your journey. Join The Quest. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Think of the most famous unplanned pregnancy, mary a poor unmarried teenager accepted god's will for her life her unplanned pregnancy brought us the savior of the world just as mary said yes to life the mothers of tim tebow beethoven nick cannon and jp2 all rejected abortion for their child yet all of them have impacted the world through their lives to the families feeling burdened by an unplanned pregnancy have faith in god's plan All babies are made in the image and likeness of God. Let every child be born, for the birth of every child changes the world. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity.
7: For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. My name is Father Valdemir Patricia. I am pastor at Mother of God Church in Conyers, Georgia, and here is a prayer for Ukraine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O Lord, God of powers, and God of our salvation, look down with mercy and compassion on your humble servants, and out of love for mankind, have mercy on us and on the land of Ukraine. We, who are sinful and unworthy, pray unto you in repentance and with tears. Help us, O oh God, our Savior, and deliver the land of Ukraine. For you are the health and victory and salvation of them that put their hope in you. And unto you do we send up glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for your support and thinking about us. Please continue just to pray. God bless you. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Fred from Among the Lilies.
3: I was at mass a while back and my child was about three years old and I was trying really hard to keep them in the pew and quiet. You know how it is, ladies, right? When you're wrestling with little kids. Well, he was about to lose it. And he's like, I know, I know. And he starts getting restless and he starts, of course, it's a moment of like consecration and he starts yelling, I know it's Jesus. So my husband picks him up, Matt's running down the aisle and my three-year-old is yelling, it's really Jesus's body and blood out the door. I was mortified. I go to apologize to the priest after. I'm praying. I'm like, oh God, I'm, like, I'm so sorry, Father, please forgive me. And he's like, no, are you kidding? You're a little guy. I need to apologize to you. That was the Holy Spirit. I've been praying, Lord, how can I teach my parishioners to know that it's truly you present in the Eucharist? So you may think that you're dealing with just a crazy wild toddler, but it could be the Holy Spirit working in and through him.
6: For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Vatican Exposition of Sacred Relics includes relics of the Saints Joseph, John the Baptist, and Mary Magdalene, pieces of the wood of the True Cross, and over a hundred more. It's one night, March 31st, at All Saints Parish Atlanta. Find out more at thequestatlanta.com. The Power of Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app, or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to The Power of Prayer on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio. That's the power of prayer. That's the power of prayer.
0: And we are back. The Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive. I'm Dave Savage, the production and programming manager here at The Quest. And we are joined this hour by uh, Tony Yucita velez and Matt Allen, along with uh, Father Kevin Peak. And we are so pleased to have all of you here. Uh, you're doing great, guys. Uh, we got a lot of uh, uh, great donations and pledges. Uh, uh, Nadine from Dunwoody uh, has called in. Uh, David uh, from Dunwoody as well. We got Rebecca from uh, Marietta. And then, uh, I guess we can't really give this one to you, Dorothy from Smyrna uh made a pledge uh but she says it's in honor of Christine Dottie and Jeannie in the eight and nine o'clock hours this morning. So you don't get credit for that one. Uh and then also Bob we still appreciate it. Uh yeah. <laughs> Oops, I forgot to turn your mic what was that? Oh we still appreciate it very much. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It uh, there's there's it's just a friendly competition here. That's all it is. And uh also uh Bob from Roswell uh in honor of Matt and Jack in the previous hour. And then uh, we're getting some anonymous donations as well, and all of it is greatly appreciated. And we we need this just just to keep this on the air, just to keep it going. I've mentioned this a few times already, just because you don't think when you turn on your radio, it, it like you just expect it to be there. You know, you you expect the the programming on the quest just to be there. And I learned this just a few weeks ago and I don't know if you heard me mention this this morning, Uh, got any idea how much it costs just for the electric bill to keep the transmitter going? That doesn't count any of the lights here or any of the computers or anything. Just the transmitter alone is $36,000 a year. (laughs) So we have some hard costs here, and if you want to keep the Quest on the air, you really do need to donate at
1: 470-508-1160, or you can log on to thequestatlanta.com. And we appreciate all donations and we thank uh, all of the listeners out there. If you're listening right now and this is really touching your heart, please, you know, send a text, uh, you know, elbow somebody in, in the cubicle or uh, in the, you know, in, on Slack or on Teams and let them know to, hey, listen in while they work uh, so that they can also maybe tune in and, and know about the existence of 1160 AM The Quest. Now, um, Father Peak, you Matt, and I had a conversation off air where you you really had some powerful um you know statements that really kind of built off of that part in scripture where Jesus is teaching us how to pray so we talked about you know in the beginning of this hour you know reverence you know who do we understand that we are addressing and talking to God, and then number two, what are we asking for right as Christians as believers as Catholics um But tell us a little bit about what you were talking about off break and uh,
5: share that with our listeners. Yeah, we've kind of been building off of where Matt got us started with, um, you know, the softening of the heart uh, and just the forming and and shaping and then empowering of that heart. And and you closed us with uh, uh, bringing it back to the Our Father. Uh, One of the saints in the early church said that the Our Father, therefore, is the model of all prayer that 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 if if whatever we're praying can't segue into some portion of the our father if it can't attach or hang on some portion of the our father then then we're not praying right i think it was saint augustine um and he was saying just that's how rich and deep the our father is but for me uh the the part of the our father that has always stood out are the thighs right uh hallowed be thy name Thy will be done, you know thy, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, right. Um, just the, just that repetition, uh, I guess I've always kind of had a little bit of the poet in me. and I just love that alliteration repetition there at the beginning. and but it also is a, a powerful meditation for our prayer. And as I was saying, one of the things that strikes me uh, I've been thinking a lot and reflecting a lot recently on the three great temptations of the world all through the centuries all through humanity since the fall of Adam and Eve the three great temptations have always been uh, power money and pleasure um, and and they just repeat themselves and demonstrate themselves, manifest themselves in different ways in each generation. But those are the really the three great temptations. And God gives us, you know, kind of countermeasures. He gives us antidotes to those things. And, and one of the most powerful is prayer, uh, because in prayer we're getting reordered by god we're getting introduced and 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 brought into a a deeper uh relationship with him and we're getting reordered but in those thighs you can kind of hear the anecdotes right if i'm lifting up the name of god then my power is meaningless you know it, it well it's not meaningless it's it's now subordinated to his name and to his power right uh if i'm lifting up his kingdom then my money is no longer you know owning me or driving me it's it's building his kingdom and if i am celebrating and seeking his will then my pleasures uh are, again are are secondary to his pleasures uh and so yeah it's just uh, again the, that prayer keeps coming back and 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 giving us the anecdotes we need to soften our hearts and be more like god
1: amen to that amen and this is perfect segue into the third part of you know this uh, outline that i've just come up with on how how do we pray you know first is who are we praying to what are we asking for and how do we pray so everything that you mentioned is super relevant and, and um and topical to that now matt i'm going to turn it back to you you know there's a lot of listeners out there and in, in maybe d- different different uh ages backgrounds etc um you know the 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 question of how do I pray when, you know, and then you can insert, you can fill in that blank, when I'm a, I'm a big-time sinner or when I've fallen so many times, right? And, um, you know, there's a lot of fathers out there. There's a lot of husbands out there. There's a lot of mothers and, 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 and daughters and wives, etc. cetera. There's, there's also a lot of people that, you know, are uh, seminarians out there that might be listening. Um, what are some ways that you find to be super effective in, in answering how do you pray? So I think that goes to the question
4: of what does God want me to do, and I tend to flip that question around and say, "What does the devil want me to do?" And that it's amazing how often that and that's a business tactic, but it's amazing how often that clears up the question for me. I, I never, I never thought about that. Looking at it that way, that's amazing. Yeah, it's
5: it's, it's, it's almost like a screw tape letters. Yes, yeah.
4: definitely, and. So, for instance, uh, Tony walked up to me and said, would you like like to co-host the Quest radio show with me? And so, you know, what does God want me to do? Does he want me to do this or that? Or, you know, I've got to do this. Um, but what does the devil want me to do? Does the devil want me to say yes? Definitely not say yes. So, so again, I think that clears it up for me a lot of times, and it's it's amazing how often that works for me. Um just to say because i do think over discerning can be a be a thing again especially for us men Um, we want to we want to be effective we want to do the best thing but we're so clouded we can't we don't see things as god sees them And, and again that goes to the softness of heart that's for me is the definition of the softness of heart is seeing things closer to the way god does and and once you've once god's used you a couple times in those ways, okay, okay, God, I want more. and uh, But then, you know, God doesn't let us see his grace and action all the time. But a couple of times, all it takes, and you're like, okay, I see. And and you just have to—one sh- other thing I did want to say, though, it's, it's less important about where you're at in your faith and that you're going in the right direction, because the devil is not afraid of me taking big, huge steps. He knows I'll fall if I try to take a big, huge step and do some great, grand thing for God. It's the little steps every single day towards God that the devil is frightened of, and so I always say, you know, just try to make sure I'm taking that one small step every day towards God, and um, you know,
1: that's that's brought me to amazing places. Absolutely, that's a great way of of thinking it, and and uh, what I got from there, you know, for myself, and I, you know, I think that tactic is something that you know I've heard before, is the surrendering, right? Because oftentimes it's human nature to basically say, well. You know, um, you know what does? Yeah, and then you hear that expression a lot. What does God want? Let me let me pray about it, see what God wants. But I think that's another way of looking at. it I don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with asking that question. Obviously, that should be front and center in how we live our life. But looking at it from another lens, you know, is what you put on the table there, Matt. And I think it's very powerful because we need to reconcile what does my action or inaction, right? Does that please who? Does it please God or does it please the devil? But um, you know. Before I turn it over to you, Father Peak, I was just gonna, you know, you know, add some things that, that might help some other listeners out there, and maybe for some that maybe you're a fallen away Catholic, maybe you are, um, you know, uh, someone that's not of any type of faith, and you're you're questioning a lot of things, and maybe looking for a place to call home. Um, I think you know that the, the how to really comes in 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 a lot of the things that we've already addressed, understanding that there's something bigger. Right, and that's something more precisely, as you talked about it, Father Peak, is God the Father, right? Um, but in our journey of life, where we have failed multiple times, we can open up the Bible and see: has there been people of faith that have failed? A dime a dozen, plenty of people that have failed, have come close to God and um, wanted to please Him but failed. You know, um, incredibly, I think the matter is being able to say, I know that God's mercy is bigger than my failures. In fact, God's mercy is bigger than the collective failures of all humanity of all time. And I think that's a realization that we simply oftentimes don't grasp because we, we tell ourselves, how can I come in front of the Blessed Sacrament? Or how can I go into this church when I have done this? And you know, some practical things that I like to do when I'm feeling off my game is I go to and I, I do structured prayer. You know, which is like in Our Father, Hail Mary's, you know, there might there's tons of different prayers that uh, Catholics have, you know, the different saints asking for their intercession through the help of the Holy Spirit and in, in all reverence to God. And we're not praying to the saints. Um, another one is praying for others. You know, if you feel that you're off your game, then there's no, uh, there's nothing lost when you basically start to think about others and there's plenty of issues to pray for. You know, there's plenty, plenty of abuse. There's plenty of issues. There's plenty of poverty. There's plenty of heartache, and when you're feeling off your game, pick up, you know, your favorite prayer, quiet yourself, allow the self, the Holy Spirit, to truly put yourself into the mind of that other person that might be suffering, and then pray for them, and then you'll find that in doing that, you'll find that the life that you have maybe had some missteps on, you'll. Slowly, the Holy Spirit will correct you to the course, so that you can now do some of the things that even Matt talked about right now, which is okay. Let me get back to a more fervent prayer, or a more uh, let me let me ask things that are more in line with God's kingdom. But Father Peak, um, obviously, prayer is literally part of your job description. <laughs> <laughs> what are some instruments on
5: how to pray? Well, you know, we've we've kind of talked about structure of prayer and uh and using some uh even business uh models to help us with it and and i think that's that's powerful because again god uses our own personalities god uses our own understandings of life and whatnot to reach us and speak to us through those uh experiences and systems and um you know one further uh model of that um comes more from the, the church itself, and that is that there are four types of prayer. Um, we talk about repentance, adoration, petition, and thanksgiving, right? And these can be named differently. They can be ordered differently. Some people use uh, acronyms to remember them. The way that I just uh, spelled it out to you uh, spells the word wrapped, R-A-P-T, right repentance adoration petition and thanksgiving and that's the root word of rapture which uh it, you know the whole idea of being caught up right we pay rapt attention we say right um and and so really that's what should be happening in prayer we should be caught up in our attention uh, in this conversation with God, and uh, that happens also to be the order of the mass. We start with the penitential rite, we move into the gloria uh, after the readings and the creed, we have our prayers of the faithful, the petitions, uh, and in the Eucharist, we find uh, that time of thanksgiving. Um, and and these four things, though, they can be taken out of the Mass and incorporated into our daily prayer just to give us kind of different experiences. I think most of us uh get caught in the rut of petition. You know, we're always uh kind of coming before God with our needs or our laundry list of what we'd like him to do for us and how we'd like him to do it. Um, but remembering that there's three other types of prayer challenges us to expand in our conversation with God and in our relationship with our neighbor, uh, because as we reflect upon repentance, well, what are some things I need to ask forgiveness for? Who are some people I've hurt in my day or in my life? Taking stock of that, taking responsibility for that and asking God's grace, to be restored from that and also to go now and restore whatever I can in those relationships. Uh, Adoration and praise, just recognizing God for who he is, not even associated with anything in particular that he's done for me. Uh, You know, and then obviously... Thanksgiving, coming back and giving thanks, like Jesus talks about the ten lepers uh, who were healed, and only one of them comes back to give thanks, to acknowledge and recognize the things that we do have in our daily lives to give thanks for. So, this is a model uh, to to offer as well for anyone who may be looking for a little guidance in that way. That's beautiful.
0: Absolutely. Let me just jump in here real quick. I just want to remind everybody that this is uh, AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio, and this is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive. Uh, and you can call in your donations or pledge at 470-508-1160. Uh, you can log on to thequestatlanta.com uh, to donate there or download the Quest Atlanta app on your phone. And uh, I just want to remind people, too, that that – this is the, the quest is is work that the Holy Spirit is already doing, and by praying or or donating, you can become a part of that work that the Holy Spirit is already doing. And we're all called to evangelize, and this the quest is a great tool of evangelization. <laughs> evangelization, thank you. But uh, I speak for a living too. So, but anyway, no, I just I just wanted to to remind you. So, Tony, you were going to say something to hear.
1: Yeah, no, I, I was just uh, you know, saying the that that wrapped uh kind of outline that Father Pete talked about is beautiful. And it just made me really appreciate, you know, the beauty of the best one of the best prayers, you know, on the planet, which is the Mass, right? It's worship. It's understanding who are we addressing. The reverence that's in the Catholic Mass is is beautiful. Um and you go to Catholic Mass in any country, in different languages, the reverence is there. Um it's it's so powerful and to be able to just surrender and quiet your heart has a mystifying effect so if you're a fallen away catholic if you're not a catholic if you're curious about catholicism i invite you to you know be able to you know go to and stop by maybe you know, in the last hour i was hearing you know some of the the partakers of the host and the guests talking about meet you at mass don't meet me at a coffee shop meet me at the mass and i think it's just a great way to mm-hmm. be able to you know, let's empty our hearts, let's empty our, our preoccupations and focus on um on God's God's divine will. So one of the things I'm reading a great I've just finished a great book called Overcoming the Evil Within. And one of the obstacles for prayer is is doubt, fear, anxiety, right? Because we get you know, Matt, you talked about we're so busy, right, in our life and that we don't really give time to the Lord. And I just have to read this one part where um it says, you know, we might say, and it says in quotes, "I could never reform my life, even if I wanted to." But God says, "What is impossible with men is possible with God." That's Luke eighteen twenty-seven, and I think that's, uh, you know, a good, um, you know, closure to the to the fact that it doesn't matter where you are in life. You might be sitting at the top of a spiritual mountain where you feel like you're in control, and I think many of us have been there. Or you might be in a valley right, of darkness where you feel like you're just being cornered and being afflicted by many different types of temptations and strifes and anxieties and fears. Never turn away from prayer because God is all-giving and always omnipresent in our life. Um, I do want to thank, you know, our guests, you know, today, Father Peak and and Matt and sharing the floor. We are going to have a second hour coming up here at the 12 o'clock hour, um, you know, uh, until one o'clock. We we do want to, uh, well, Father Peak. This wouldn't be a good pledge drive entitled "The Power of Prayer" if we didn't really have a prayer to
5: finish us off. So, Amen, Amen. And I, I just want to add one thought uh, that when you were to speaking of the Mass, uh, I do offer Mass for the uh, individuals who support the quest and uh, and for the work that's going on here. So you will be remembered in Mass uh, before the altar of God, um, remembering that you know. Jesus Christ is the revelation of the heart of the Father. Uh, Paul tells us in uh, Romans 5 that uh, while we were yet sinners, uh, he came and died for us. Um, He came and put it all on the line for us while we were yet sinners. And therefore, while we're trying and striving to get back up, uh, how much more will he be there with his love and mercy? Let us pray. Lord God, thank you for the ways that you repeatedly show us your trustworthiness, your faithfulness, and your love in our lives. Help all those who uh, struggle to see this and to know this, uh, to uh, have a a shed of a ray of light, of hope and understanding in their lives this day. And uh, for those who do see it, may they be that ray of light in the life of someone else, uh, particularly through the work of this radio station, um, through its ministry, and through its impact. We ask this through Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. 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 AM
6: 1160 The Quest WCFO East Point Your Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome to the Spring Pledge Drive where our theme is the Power of Prayer.
0: In this episode of Behind the Quest, we'll examine the effort made to make sure you're plugged in and know what's going on locally here in the Atlanta Archdiocese and even in your local parish. How does the Quest keep our listeners plugged into things happening locally in the Atlanta Metro?
2: I'm Kathy McCormick, and I'm the marketing manager here at the Quest. What's great about Catholic Radio is the way it can extend the local Catholic community. You know, there's so many wonderful things going on in the Catholic parishes and schools in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. It's nice to have parishes kind of be able to know what's going on next door in a way. Some parishes may not have the opportunity to offer a Lenten mission, but the parish next door might. And so you can go to that and having that all on the community calendar. So the radio has a unique way to promote everything from fun runs to Lenten missions.
0: You mentioned the community calendar, which is a great way to stay plugged into what's happening locally.
2: Can you tell us more about that? We have a community calendar on the website. By going to thequestatlanta.com and clicking on events, you can find the community calendar. And listeners can find out about what's going on, programs being offered, national speakers coming in, that kind of thing. So it's really local Catholic radio station can build that community here, which is nice.
0: So if we go to the community calendar at thequestatlanta.com right now... What's an example of something we'll see there?
2: The relics, March 31st, happening at All Saints. And that's something that is a, a national, kind of a pilgrimage. Father Carlos is coming and brings these relics and uh, travels around. They come here and there, you know, they come once in a while. And it's nice to have that available to us.
0: Yeah, and if it weren't for the Quest, we might not even know about it. We're looking at the calendar on the questatlanta.com right now. I see the sacred relics on March 31st. It's a teaching and exposition of sacred relics. Over 150 relics are gonna be there, uh, some as old as 2,000 years. Among the treasures are gonna be relics of uh, St. Joseph, St. John the Baptist, St. Mary Magdalene, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, There's also gonna be a fragment of the veil that belonged to Our Lady, and some of the largest remaining pieces in the world of the Wood of the True Cross. That is amazing. You can find all that information at thequestatlanta.com. And I'm sure there's plenty of other local information there as well.
2: We promote what the Archdiocese of Atlanta, the, the chancery, what they're putting on, the different things. With the Eucharistic Congress, there's Starve Wars, which is a service project that happens Friday morning of the weekend of the Eucharistic Congress, where you can come and make sandwiches. And um, I think this year they're partnering with St. Vincent de Paul to um, serve the community. So all of that is information you
0: might not know about if not for The Quest broadcasting it and posting it on thequestatlanta.com. When you support The Quest, you support your local parish, your local community, as well as the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Lori Marchuk, who does our donor relations here at The Quest, what would you like to add?
3: We use those donations just to better our programs and reach out to the community. We have a lot of outreach through our parishes and through different ministries, the Knights of Columbus, pro-life ministries. I mean, you go on and on about the different ministries we try to um, partner with. So it really is about joining a community of faithful Catholics and even non-Catholics, so just bringing them to our Lord as believers.
0: thank you all for sharing your thoughts and stories for this episode of behind the quest be sure to call in with your donation at 470-508-1160 or you can do it online at theQuestAtlanta.com or right from your phone download the quest atlanta app to make your donation today and now back to the pledge drive with our theme the power of prayer
6: that's the